0: Welcome to the H1B Guy Podcast. This is an audio only version of Chats with Charlie, Episode 2, May Visa Bulletin, YouTube Live Breakdown, Top 20 Things I Learned. The H1B Guy Podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital permads since 2001, and by Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high skilled immigrants currently in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. The H1B guy here, and today, Chats with Charlie, Episode 2, May Visa Bulletin, YouTube Live Breakdown, Top 20 Things I Learned from the Chats with Charlie that was originally live streamed by the Department of State on April 23rd, 2021. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues and the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. Today's post is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001, and by Path to Canada. Path to Canada is the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently in the US whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B. Path to Canada is your answer. Well, episode two of Chats with Charlie was hosted by Alyssa, a consular officer with the Department of State, and featuring Charles Charlie Oppenheim, Chief of the Visa Control and Reporting Division at the U.S. Department of State. He has worked for the Department of State since 1978 and in control of the Visa Bulletin since 1998. So let's just jump right into the episode two, Top 20 Things I Learned. Number one, USCIS processed over 95% of all employment-based adjustment of status for fiscal year 2020. Two, annual employment-based numbers were 68% higher for fiscal year 2021, but expects unused numbers to be in the tens of thousands based on the inability to process all of the cases. Three. All regional diversity visa cutoffs will be current in June 2021. They will remain that way through the end of the year, and he expects all countries to be current by July 2021 for diversity visa. 4. Can't be too aggressive in providing numbers for India EB-2, but will move it aggressively for June and July 2021. 5 will use caution for unused number allocation for the rest of the world, as there may be a potential need going forward. 6. USCIS determines Chart A or Chart B by reviewing annual limits, amount of numbers used, amount of cases filed, and pending action. If they believe the totals are sufficient to use remaining numbers, then they will allow for dates of filing to be used. 7. Continue to monitor USCIS.gov website carefully in the coming months to see if there's any changes in terms of Chart A or Chart B usage. 8. INA Section 202A5 for employment-based preferences reads: If total demand for numbers will be insufficient to allow them to be used in a particular employment category, then those numbers can be made available strictly in priority date without regard to normal annual limits. India EB2 will exceed limits and continue to do so for the next year. Nine. Links to all U.S. embassies and consulates can be found at Travel.State.gov and it has a wealth of processing information and you should continue to monitor it. 10. September 2021 final action dates will surpass October 2020 dates of filing with only India EB-3 not doing so. Expects all final action dates to continue to advance. Dates of filing that have changed are because he felt final action dates will be 8 to 12 months from the time the change was made in the bulletin. Meaning, he expects final action dates to reach the dates of filing from the bulletin 8 to 12 months in the future. 11. Predicts aggressive movement of June 2020 employment dates. All June 2021 dates will move aggressively, at least at the rate of May 2021, if not more, and may slow down in July 2021 to some extent, but that may not be likely either. 12. Definite no on India retrogression. Dates are the minimum going through September 2021 and will move forward through the remainder of the year. 13. Hong Kong is still treated as an independent country for family based and employment based preferences. 14. EB4 limit will be reached by fiscal year 2021, but expects 10K an unused follow up to EB2 from EB4 and EB5 combined that will eventually fall down to EB2. This has already started to happen, and that's why the aggressive movement. 15. Wise to say that any unused will be going to India EB-2. 16. 95% of family-based preferences are processed overseas. Eighty-five to 90% of employment-based adjustment of status are by individuals already in the U.S. Seventeen, amount of downgrades will have potential impact on movement of India EB-3, which retrogressed in consultation with USCIS. Goal is to maximize the number of use under the annual limits each year. 18. EB2 China will advance rapidly, easily into 2017 and at least summer of 2017. 19. Optimistic, USCIS will maximize number use, but unrealistic to think the numbers will all be used. There were 122,000 unused family-based numbers added to employment-based for a total of 262,000 for fiscal year 2021. If unused, those numbers will fall back to family-based, but he doesn't believe any employment-based numbers will be added to family-based for fiscal year 2022 and 20 final action dates are determined on or about the 8th of the month and the bulletin goes through a series of notifications and approvals before posting every effort is made to get it out as early as possible and has been the case over the last few months you know as clearly evident based on this episode of chats with charlie We're going to see some of the same kind of forward movement in the June 2021 Visa Bulletin that we've seen over the last three bulletins. It'll also be interesting to see where final action dates land when the September 2021 Visa Bulletin is posted. As based on the expectations discussed in this episode, Charlie believes that they will exceed dates of filing from the October 2020 Visa Bulletin for all categories that I cover here on this uh, channel except for India EB3. To read the full post on Chats with Charlie, May Visa Bulletin, YouTube Live, Episode 2 Breakdown, top 20 things i learned please check out the h1bguy.com and a reminder that today's post was brought to you by recruiternetworks.com the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001 This National Job Board Network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com has been the number one place for immigration attorneys, immigration ad agencies, and employers to meet the DOL requirements for the digital portion of the PERM advertisement rules recruiternetworks.com. Tell them the H1B guy sent you. And this post is also brought to you by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high skilled immigrants currently in the US whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B. Path to Canada is your answer and will help you navigate the process. If you're interested in finding out more, please click the link in the video description below. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. And if you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.